Welcome to Women Winning at Work podcast. My name is Barka Herman. I interview women with successful careers in tech. Please like and share this episode and podcast, and do reach out to me if you or someone you know would like to be featured on my podcast. The best place to find me is on LinkedIn, Barka Herman. And now, without delay, please enjoy this episode. Today, we are here uh, with yet another episode of my podcast, Women Winning at Work with Barca Herman. And today I have a, a, a very close and dear friend of mine on the podcast. Her name is Pallavi, Pallavi Varandani. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to say it right. Pallavi is a programmatic solution consultant at, uh, at Amazon. Amazon. And uh, before I butcher more things, I'm going to ask Pallavi to actually introduce herself. Hello, uh, my name is Pallavi Varandani. You, you got my name right. Uh, I am a programmatic solution consultant in tech with Amazon. Amazon Ads is a newly upcoming ad platform, and I work with them to pro- solve technical issues on the programmatic side of the ads. I am a bachelor's in engineering and computers and a master's from NYU in management of technology. Um, yeah, that's about like my profession. Personally, I'm a daughter. I am a fiance. Um, I am a big sister and um, I enjoy photography coding random codes, baking and cooking at times, and just reading books. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, uh, let me tell our viewers how I know you. So you happen to be somebody who's engaged to uh, a cousin of mine, right? Yes. And I have lots yes. of cousins. <laughs> yes. So so that's how I got to know you. So it's almost like you're an adopted cousin. Yes, <laughs> yes. I am uh, an adopted cousin. You, you're an honorable cousin or adopted cousin, whatever. Yes. So I, as you know, Pallavi, and you and I have watched several uh, Marvel type and fantasy type movies. I'm a geek. I like you know, comic books and fantasy genre. And in all of those, there is the origin story. So I would love to hear what your origin story is. So, you know, all the way from what attracted you to computer science as a young girl, what made you decide to come to the United States, and what was your path to your current role at Amazon? So I know it's a long, long long-winded question. Take your time and share (laughs) Yeah, it, it actually might end up taking a lot more time while I'm saying it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so I still remember I was in fifth grade. I was the only child with a computer in the neighborhood. Wow. That was a Windows 98 box. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the big screen with, with the, the back panel. <laughs> The big one, not the flat one, the big screen. Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was the one to show up, like, hey, I have a computer. And that's <laughs> where it all started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I used to burn CDs, floppies, and play around with different folders. Ooh, this is fascinating. And that was the start of my computer journey. 
then potentially I came into like my teenage where everything is different. Um, right. I wanted to do fashion designing. I never wanted to get into computers. It okay. was a shift for a period of time. However, my father was insistent. You got to be an engineer. You cannot be anything else. Okay. <laughs> let's bring the child back up. Okay. I'm going to be a computer engineer. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so your father kind of nudged you into it. Was yeah. it like a, was it against your wishes or was it just a, oh, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. It, it wasn't like against the wishes. Like I, I wanted to do fashion designing, but it wasn't like something if that or nothing, but got it. Yeah. It was just there. And yeah. he wanted to meet me to be an engineer. So mm. he wanted more, I think, of civil engineering because he made his entire career <laughs> an architect, but I don't want to do that. So, Got it. Yeah. So we, we found a middle path. I'll do a computer engineering course. And that's how my computer engineering journey began. Um, I did my computer engineering from University of Mumbai. Initially, it was a little tough, but I persevered. I I worked through. I worked through small hoops, learned along the way, and there were instances where I faced challenges of being even a woman, as as small as um, the the men used to enter the bathroom to tease us. And, uh, wow. And, and those kinds of instances, there were instances where even there were people who wanted to take advantage of other women in the college because we were fewer in number. Mm. So that was one area uh, which was a little challenging in college. Um, and you know how college is where small, small things change every day. So we grew in college eventually we all were adults and we all got out as adults go on yeah yeah um yeah. But, i mean i want to pause you because you know i think that like we we hear about the whole me too movement in the united states and as you know i've lived here for 30 plus years right so yes. it's very easy to forget how challenging it is for many places around the world and you don't come from a particularly oppressed society for women. I mean, you know, a lot of women go to university in in India, and um, uh, so so what was that like? You know, I mean, it's it's one thing to, yeah, it's one thing to listen to cat calls or said things like that, but coming to the the women's bathroom. I mean, what did you end up doing when that happened? When something like this would happen, the one thing was either we used to try to lock the doors, but then eventually the locks were also broken. Mm. The only other way was to pile up our bags mm. on the door so it's heavy and it wouldn't mm. move. So that was one way. And then eventually we started making allies. And mm. when we made allies with other boys in in the groups and in the colleges that they, they helped us where we they would not come around or in the women bathroom or any such kinds of incidences wow 
Wow, that's 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 very enlightening. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even think about it, right? That that's not something that I would mm-hmm. even think about. Yeah. So so how many? So just give me a, painting a picture, and I I'm sorry I'm spending a lot of time here, but I think it's significant. How many how many boys to girls? Like, what was the ratio like? What percentage were <laughs> were girls? Were women? I think we were batch of sixty. Mm-hmm. And of 60, we were 10. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We were 10, 10, I think 10, 12, maybe. Like, may not be yeah. more than that. Got um, it. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. And many right. of them eventually dropped off. Like, they cannot do anything more. So they just dropped off. And mm. the other pressure for me, especially for me, it may not apply to everybody, everybody was. I went to a college which was, which was more dominant of Sindhi communities. So, mm. as you know, I come, um, I come from, I'm a Sindhi and I come from that community. Sindhis were originally from Pakistan and they migrated when in 1947 to India after the partitions. And they, they were Hindus and they moved to India um, because of all the riots happening. Right. Uh, so in the process, we moved to Mumbai. My my grandparents they moved to Mumbai. Right. And uh, the Sindhis were always of the effort to make their own colleges, their communities, so that they're strong. A community effort that the the culture of Sindhis should not die. Mm. That was the effort which my grandparents' generation took, and they were successful in making many colleges in Mumbai who support educations for Sindhis. And I went into one of the colleges, which is Vivekanan Education Society. And over there, one of the pressures for me was, oh, you're a Sindhi. You you just got in the college. You didn't get the medal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of interesting because I noticed that even though, you know, I've been in this industry for 30 plus years again, you know, really, if I was just a tourist or if I was just here to, you know, fill some quota, I would have moved out. Yeah. I had plenty of opportunity. But you still get that a little bit. But in your case, yeah, it sounds like you you had to deal with a lot of yes. societal pressure. Yeah. Yes, yes. I had to deal with a lot of societal pressure. Oh, you just, you gang up, you people just gang up but that wasn't the case there were masons and these who were doing their work they were studying and there was we just didn't get into the college just because we're Sindhis but right, had right. To go through the merits as well even if it was in between the codas right we had to go through the merits and there were merit selections it was a fair Fair game of getting into yeah, college yeah. scores. <laughs> I call yeah. it a game because it's every person <laughs> is a different person. Scores is just a number. Right, right. Yes. So, yeah, that was other pressure which I had to go through in undergrad. Mm. And then the other pressure, the bigger one arises, coming to the United States. Right, yeah. <laughs> I I remember I was in third year of my engineering. Uh, that in India it's called a third year, but in the United States it would be the junior. Right, um, right. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, I I remember my father was sitting, I want to go to the United States. 
<laughs> I was ready. Like he's gonna be no, that's not gonna happen, and you're not going. But surprising, he said yes. Okay, wow. Okay, I and I was astonished. But I had the other societal pressure. I'm I'm grateful my parents supported me. Yeah, uh, they were relatives. How could you? You're a woman. You cannot go. You, your job is to stay home, cook food, and give birth to children. <laughs> that was a little thing which came out. <laughs> But this is not your parents. This is other relatives, other the, relatives. the extended community, yes, right? That's yeah. correct. It's not yeah. my parents. It's the extended community, and yeah. I'm grateful that they stood by me. And yeah. Uh, they supported me in the process. Um, yeah, I got admission at NYU. Um, mm, nice. Uh, yeah, and I did my management of technology from there. Of course, the job hunt was a process, um, but that's the normal process. I did. I, I right out of college, I got into information builders as support support engineer, um, which was eventually acquired by Tipco. I worked with Tipco as associate support engineer, and now I am with Amazon for programmatic solutions consultant as tech. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's my journey. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. So I know that we did kind of, you know, what an amazing story. And I know that I talked to many women and different backgrounds, and we all have sort of a meandering different path and the challenges are never the same right i've spoken to women who were the first person in their family to go to university people uh, young women who got you know pregnant and then went back to school like all kinds of situations people who were military members like all kinds of women but are always always great to hear like these stories of overcoming obstacles and against all odds um just sticking to it and you know <laughs> achieving so so the next question i um, i have for you is so what's the most challenging part of being a woman in technology so i know that we heard a little bit of your college struggle uh, things like that as as well as you know uh, struggles in immigration but you know if you could you could either elaborate on that or talk talk to just being a woman in this career in this country is it better here is it worse is it different you know all that kind of stuff so. yeah uh sure um definitely it's a little better but i wouldn't say it's perfect of course not yeah it's not even even being here in the united states yes definitely i have there are i have my freedom but there are instances in workspace I my voice is not heard just because I'm a woman. I I'm just like three years, four years experiences experience in the industry. Right, right. But so that, me, yeah. So let me ask you something. So mm-hmm. that's interesting observation that your voice is not heard. Do you think it has more to do with the fact that you're a junior? Mm-hmm. Do you think it has to do with the fact that you're a woman? do you think it has to do with the fact that you're an immigrant you know first generation immigrant what or is it like all of the above combination what do you think the reason is uh it varies in proportion mm. in situations to situations but it's a combination of all 
Okay. It at times is more you're an immigrant. Right. At times it's oh you're a woman. At times it's you're junior. So it I would say it's more of like a combination, but the ratio can vary from case to case basis. For example, um, I w- I have been in situations where I have been on calls, and I have been asked to call up my superiors because they were male. Hmm. Okay. And I and I I my superior line that that's the solutions and that's that is it. There's nothing yeah. beyond that. But then I had to put my foot down and fight for myself. Mm. This is all you got. Right. Right. But here also one key thing which I have observed creating alliances helps you not being a victim you can fight yeah okay yeah that's that's fantastic i mean that's fantastic and and we'll talk a little bit more about you know um how do you how you deal with that mm-hmm. um but not being heard how how does that affect your career your work your your home life you know it, it seems like a big deal so how does that impact you one thing one one of i I know I would be telling more of incidences because they've happened. Not being heard creates, it's, it is created for me, was mm-hmm. uh, was that I would end up yelling at my younger brother mm. because I'm not heard outside. So I might end up yelling at him. And that would create problem in my personal relationship. Right. Got but it. it comes to professional I might just be stressed and right. and if I know that I'm able to deliver the deliverable I may not do it in time or may not be excellent right right yeah it does but, it it, yeah. it impacts your performance absolutely yeah, it it, absolutely. it does and it creates a stress uh, when you see that you're not being heard and the other person right in front of you is saying the same thing yeah yeah is yeah. hard. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it, it that's the, those are the those are the impacts. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna switch gears on you here and ask you, what is the best thing about being a woman in technology? Like, what is the good? Where's the gooeyness? Because I mean, I think that so far we've painted a picture that's kind of you know it, it might even discourage women to yeah. to join. And I don't want to leave on that note. So what are some of the good things? Yeah. Um, One of the best thing is you're creating every day something new. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the technology itself. It's it's like a machine learning curve. Right. It's only only so much you've explored. But the potential is super high. Okay. All right. It's a learning, the learning curve is exponential. Being a woman in technology is you have all the perspectives. You, okay. you know exactly what's going on. Mm. You're not, you're, you don't have, you don't have the horse vision 
So, yeah, yeah. So limited vision. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not a limited vision. You look yeah. at all different aspects. And since you're new, I would say so if correct me if my history is wrong, uh, mm-hmm. women came into engineering and STEM after men. Yeah. I mean, yes. uh, yeah, 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 you could say that. I mean, yeah. there were many women didn't even go to university. Go- like universities yes. were not even yeah. open for yeah. women. Yes. Men come from a tunnel vision because they have already been there. We bring a new, a fresh eye. Right. We think different Mm. and we try to bring change and change is uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Change is uncomfortable for everyone. So we're bringing change. Yeah. 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 Pretty new. Yeah, no, that's that's a great point. Even though I would argue that you know engineering is a field of change constantly. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, but even yeah, even true. in engineering, there are some rigid yes. norms, right? So yes. we're we're kind of bringing a very fresh perspective. Yes. So, okay, what would be uh, some advice or guidance you would want to share with young women who are listening to you on this po- podcast, maybe 10 years younger than you, or even uh, the same age as you're older who are looking into coming into this profession? What is something that you wish uh, somebody had told you? Focus. Focus yeah. on what's important. Okay. Create alliances on the way. Mm. Don't take don't take it personally. Things right. will happen. Yeah. Look at your goal. What do you want to be and what do you want to do? That's that's something which will actually matter. No, so one of the things that I notice consistently in your story is make alliances. Yes. And which is which is such a powerful message. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh make alliances. I I was initially struggling when when I was in my right in my college. But that's the one incident when you try I tried creating alliances with right right other boys. It's like, oh, that works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And even I did the same over here. When I came to United States, I made friends. I made alliances. Um, mm. My landlords were my friends. <laughs> I made sure to make friends with them so I don't go homeless. <laughs> yeah, it, it comes in every part. I mean, that's that that's one of the strongest thing which we can do, and not to self pity. We might yeah. get into the spiral of yeah. How could we? How could this happen to us? We right. aren't. We aren't so capable. Oh, we all are capable. It's just things are gonna happen. Just don't go in the spiral. Yeah. Focus on what you wanna do and what your goal is. Yeah. No. It's, it's, yeah. that's very inspiring. Very strong message. Uh, I appreciate that. That's that's really great. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, like your experiences in university and mine are about 30 years apart and you know the struggle the struggle continues yes uh, the things have gotten a lot better in some situations and you know there's like you said there's still 
a lot more that we can do. Uh, but one of the things that I think that I find common gra- ground in talking to most women is it doesn't matter. They love their job. People love their jobs. They love the opportunity that is here and, you know, the the, the quality of the work that they get to do that's consistently uh, very creative, very high, very satisfying, fulfilling. So. So, okay, uh, I want to ask, is there anything, I'm going to share uh, your LinkedIn with, with uh, at the end of this podcast, but is there anything else you want to share? Are you doing volunteer work? Are you promoting something? Where can people find you? Uh, best place to find me is LinkedIn, of course, okay. but I'm also starting my own blog. I had to pause it the last month for for a lot of reasons, uh, but I will be back um, on it this month. Okay. It's pallavivarandani.com. Okay. Um, you can follow me there. There is okay. a tiny contact page too, if you want to just even say hi. Okay. Uh, I would love to chat with all the new women coming in and who also want to know more about STEM. I'll, I'll be really excited. Yeah, these are the two. And I'll potentially be also coming up with the community, which okay. uh, promotes uh, sharing of books. This is the first time ever. I mean, personally, yes, but first time I'm mentioning on a platform uh, uh, where children can share books with each other. Nice. And that would help saving the planet with less number of paper. Right. And, and also encourage a sharing ability between children so that's these are the two uh initiatives nice i'm i'm gonna be working on oh that's amazing that's amazing okay so i will make sure that i put your website and your linkedin in the show notes and when you do have your initiative working you know share with us come back talk to us about it so absolutely And thank you so much for being on this podcast today. I truly appreciate your time and you have an inspiring story. So thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Thank you so much for listening. Please like this episode and share it with someone you think that'll enjoy it. And do reach out to me on LinkedIn and connect. And also, if you would like to, please join my newsletter by visiting www.barkaherman.com. Thank you.